for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, how are you doing? I trust the Lord is keeping you uh, strong and encouraged and focused on Him as you walk together with Him today. Are you nearsighted? So you have to have glasses or contact uh, for you to function? Well, I am. And uh, can you imagine and uh, me driving uh, without the glasses? Watch out. I shouldn't. I shouldn't be driving without the glasses on because I cannot see clearly what's coming ahead. And then I cannot really see you know, what's going on. So I will just look right in front of me and then driving and then putting passengers in danger and then many other people on the road in danger. You know, that's what happens many times when we give advice to people. Uh, that are going through a difficult time or who are in need. And when you have a very nearsighted vision and understanding. And today, uh, we will take a look more about uh, Job's, one of Job's friends' advice, how it stemmed from his nearsightedness. And then it ended up being a bad advice. Let's think about that today together. Job chapter 5, verses 17 through 27. Blessed is the one whom God corrects, so do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. For he wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heal. From six calamities he will rescue you, in seven no harm will touch you. In famine he will deliver you from death, and in battle from the stroke of the sword. You will be protected from the lash of the tongue, and need not fear when destruction comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine, and need not fear the wild animals. For you will have a covenant with the stones of the field, and the wild animals will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is secure. You will take stock of your property and find nothing missing. You will know that your children will be many and your descendants like the grass of the earth. You will come to the grave in full vigor like sheaves gathered in season. We have examined this and it is true, so hear it and apply it to yourself. Today's passage is a continuation of Eliphaz's advice, a first speech that he has given. And then as we looked at it yesterday, and then he was speaking from his limited understanding of who Job was and what he was going through, and then also of God. But then as he is making a strong challenge to repent, repent. And then he again comes and then gives the basis on which that why he should repent and then come to God. Well, you know, the verse 
17, it says, Blessed is the man who God corrects and does not despise the discipline of Almighty. You know, yes, and turn to God and repent. And because God is God of justice, and then God is going to renew and forgive and make things right. In you know, verse 27, all the way, and then we have examined this, and it is true. So hear it, apply to yourself. Again here, apply to yourself, and get up, turn to God, run to God, repent, and then he will help you. Why? Because he's God of justice, and then he's God who is correcting uh, uh, wrong that you are in and to be made right, and that's what he's saying. Well, here, uh, he is speaking with his uh, limited uh, understanding of God. You know, from verses 17 and down, you know, the words he, he, he is repeated so many times. You see, he has high view of God, and he says, yes, he wounds, but he also binds. He injures, but then his hand heals, and then he will rescue. No harm will come. He will ransom. And then he speaks so clearly, loudly about how God, uh, who brings judgment to the wicked and then sinful, and comes to help and to the rescue. You see, he is speaking very highly of God, but then he does not speak for God, who is God of not just justice, but God of mercy and grace. You know, what's uh, shocking is that as he's speaking so loudly for God, he really does not know what God is doing. And God is not out there to uh, just... Uh, rebuke and discipline uh, what Job was going through. No, there was something else that God was doing. You know, right? You know, verses 21 then down, and then he continues and says, you, 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 when you repent, when you bring yourself to God, and then you will be protected. And then you, nothing bad will come to you because God is God of justice. God is God who blesses his people. And then, you know, nothing bad will come. You don't need to fear. And then, you know, you know that your tent and everything is secure. And then he's keep talking about that your children uh, will be, you know, the, uh, going through many, many blessings because our God is God who blesses his people, righteous people, and he will pay and give and then what is due to his people. And that's what he is saying. You know what? This is right, but this is not complete picture. Yes, our God is God who blesses his people, but not everything in this world. God will ultimately bless God's people. But then not everything will be brought during this lifetime. You see, uh, David struggled with why is it that the wicked prosper? Why is it that righteous suffer? Or what's going on? Uh, because God allowed David to go through difficult times too. Asaph, Psalm 73 he was struggling to the point that, and then he was deeply troubled. You know, am I really trusting God who is right? And then he almost 
slipped and lost faith. And that's what he said. Until he went into the sanctuary, until he saw God. Realized that, you know, to these people, uh, this world is everything that they have. But then, and God offers ultimate blessing that is in heaven. Yes, God blesses many, many people here. But ultimate things will be resolved in heaven, not on this world. You know, in fact, think about it this way. As his friend is keep saying, you know what? You need to repent. If you do things well, then God will bring you blessing. If you make things right, humble yourself and serve and obey, then God will bless you more and God will make sure everything is going right. You know what? Satan came and accused God. God, you know why Job is doing all those good things? Because he is getting your blessings. Because he is after your blessings. You know, if you take away those blessings, he will curse you and he will not serve you. You see, his friend's advice because of his limited understanding limited sight sounded a lot like the Satan's accusation. People come to God because of blessing. And then if you don't have blessing, it's because God is cursing and punishing you. And then if you want God's blessings, you need to come and say sorry and then do more good things and then God will bless you. No. That's not the complete picture. We have blessings in God because not what you are doing and have done, but because of what Christ has done for you. Because you are in Jesus Christ and what he has done. There is acceptance and then there is forgiveness and there is true blessing. Yes, in this life and beyond, but ultimately beyond this world. I'm sure you uh, find yourself giving advice or counsel to many people in the midst of difficult challenges or suffering or hard times. Uh, before you speak words of truth, according to how you understand, uh, be careful and then pray and seek God's wisdom and so that your words will not be the words of conviction that comes out of limited understanding, but then it will be words of hope and grace, truth in love, spoken so that it will be the words that will encourage, strengthen the weary believer to turn to God and experience his grace. Lord, help us to not live our lives and serve others with such a narrow perspective and an understanding. But may we grow more and more and so that we will become more like you in the way 
loving, serving, encouraging others to follow you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.